Hello and welcome to the second mini episode of I Used to Watch This. I am Mike Forgetto. Uh, this one we're going to call the Equalizer Bunny because it just keeps going and going. All right. First of off, uh, first of off, how about first off? Let's uh, hit up uh, the last episode we did was the Equalizer, the original one, uh, 1985, right? We enjoyed it. I definitely recommend you, uh, while watching the show, but also listening to our episode before you do this. You can come back and listen to this at any time. I'm not really going to give anything away, um, but uh, it, it was a fun show, and uh, we'll definitely go back to it. I think it was on for like five years, maybe? So definitely a lot of episodes a hit. And speaking of episodes and guest stars, uh, I did mention in that episode that there was an article that I'd come across. You know, the Equalizer had the greatest guest star, or I'm sorry, the craziest guest stars of any 80s show, according to MeTV. Now, if you have MeTV channel, you probably maybe watch it a lot if you like this, our podcast here. I watch it all the time because it has all these shows on there. Um, I call it one of my old man channels, uh, cause it's pretty much everything from eighties and later or sorry, earlier, not later. Um, but anyway, they had a, a, a list. I don't know if all of them are necessarily the craziest, uh, but there were a few interesting ones like, you know, John Goodman, Steve Buscemi, again, not crazy. David jo- uh, Johansson, is that how you say his real name? Uh, also known as Buster Poindexter. Uh, you know, had that song Hot, 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 and I think he was in Scrooge too, right? He was in that uh, one episode. Stuart Copeland, who uh, we mentioned did the theme song and the music for the show. He is in one episode, so I think that's kind of cool. One of the Beastie Boys, I think that's, uh, he's Ad-Rock from the Beastie Boys, which is, I think that's pretty interesting. I don't know, um, this was before the Beastie Boys broke through, it said, so... I don't know if they actually had any. Uh, what, uh, so at this point, they oh, this is before their debut album. Um, so anyway, I, it, the episode, by the way, if you want to look it up, is called uh, "Mama's Boy." It's the uh, ninth episode. Uh, Adam Ant. So it looks like they had a lot of music guests. I wonder if uh, Stuart Copeland, even though he was the only music guy, is like, "Hey, I know some uh, musicians, you know, that are looking for work. If you want to hire them in." Uh, Macaulay Culkin as basically an embryo. Uh, there's a picture of him. <laughs> He's like, this is before even Home Alone and stuff. So I, I don't know how old he is in this episode, but he looks super young. Um, who else? Christian Slater, no big deal. Sam Rockwell. And then um, one of the pictures we put up was William Zabka. You know, Johnny. He's also in the first episode. Uh, Johnny from Cobra Kai, I should say. And then Tony Shaloub is in here before Wings even. And, of course, uh, he played, I shouldn't say of course, but he plays a terrorist leader, which, you know, him being Lebanese kind of, it's like, <laughs> what, every other show I know of, he's always playing some Italian guy. And also we have uh, Telly Savalas in one up. I think he was in the uh, a movie that they did, like a comeback movie, if I'm not mistaken. So, anyway, I don't know. Do you find these the craziest guest stars? Maybe not, but some of them are pretty weird and out there. So, uh, if you want to look it up, MeTV dot com and then you could search on there they have a they have a ton of these articles i do look at them on occasion um what else did we have about that stuff uh i think that's it okay on to the new one i don't know if any of you guys checked out the new one i did just on a whim actually my son sent me a text 
Um, I think a couple of days before it, he said, hey, can you record this for me? I'm mildly interested. <laughs> and I don't think he's seen any of the other Equalizer stuff. I don't think he's seen the movies with Denzel. I know for sure, obviously, he didn't see the show. I didn't tell him that he should probably go and watch the uh, original show and listen to our podcast, but I have a feeling he's not going to listen to me to that. Uh, but anyway, I, I watched it. Um, I did enjoy it. I thought it was pretty good. Um, you know, it, it's it's also uh, it's a pilot, right? I mean, it's not a pilot movie, but still, everything's kind of finding their way. Um, I, I was talking to Chris on Twitter about it. He said it was pretty good, too. He didn't like some of the um, way they edited the action scenes and the stuff like that and uh, some of the slow-mo stuff. I did have a couple points to make about it, though, because, you know, I always got to break down the plot. So before I go any further, spoiler alert head, if you haven't watched the new Equalizer show, Queen Latifah, and you are going to watch it, just, like, stop right now go watch it and come back or skip ahead like three minutes or something like that. All right, good. All right. I don't want anyone yelling at me. So here's the deal. This is the problem I had with it. So the whole premise is she's helping this little girl, obviously. Um, she's helping someone who's, you know, witnessed a murder and now the guys are after her. Okay. Totally legit. But these two guys end up being some, you know, former military mercenary type guys or whatever. Um, and they end up like, uh, there's some, you know, uh, obviously camera footage that caught the, the murder or whatever. And they see it and they somehow edit it to make it look like she did it. And of course now the cops, you know, think that she might've done it, which, okay. It turns out obviously she didn't, but then Queen Latifah gets uh, roped into it because she happens to see her going somewhere and buying, trying to buy, I think, a passport or something and helps her out because the guys end up are going to, I don't know what they're going to do with her, but they weren't going to give her a passport. Uh, anyway, so she tries to help her out and these, it turns out so this guy that's involved is basically like an ultra evil Elon Musk guy, right? So he's written some software or programs and he says these cars are going to be self-driving and he also, the, one of the things that he's talking about is it's not just self-driving, but self-evading. So, like, if someone comes and tries to carjack you, I guess, it'll evade it. And I don't know what it's supposed to do. Anyway, the whole premise is some guy that works for him or whatever, they find out that there are some flaws in the software. Some people have died in accidents in it. And he's got this stuff, and he's going to go to the authorities or whatever with he's like basically a whistleblower so they murder him he hires these goons to murder him and now they're going to turn around and murder this girl and all this stuff i'm like all this for some car software i mean i know yeah okay corporate espionage espionage or whatever you want to call it but i mean just fix the software i mean isn't that a lot easier than hiring all these people to kill these people <laughs> i don't know it just seemed a little far-fetched in that in that respect in my opinion. And the only other thing I wanted to mention is, <laughs> oh, she, by the way, they, she does have the ad where, um, where just like it is in the original episode where it says, you know, need help. Can't, you know, oh shoot. What does it say? And it, you know, need help. Can't find going nowhere, nowhere to look or something like that. And she posted it online on like on Facebook or something like that. So I thought that was pretty interesting. I was wondering if they're going to keep that. And if they did, how they did it. Another podcast uh, is going to be talking about this, or actually probably has extra great, po extra hot great podcast. Sorry, I've listened to them for a while. They've been around for a lot longer than me, and they don't need me to be mentioning them because 
they're more popular than we are. But anyway, they were going to be talking about this, and they posted a video where one of the uh, the guys was talking about something they were going to talk about, and I want to mention it too. So they're pointing out at one point he's she I'm uh, sorry Queen Latifah is taking a picture of Lincoln like outside like with the camera, and she's got the license plate, and she gets a snapshot of it. Now uh, Dave Cole from Extra Hot is talking about it. He's like, if you look at it. It shows like you're looking through the lens, so you'll see the settings on the camera. And the settings are, you know, 500, 500th of a second. Uh, the uh, aperture is set at 4.5, and it's ISO 200. And as he correctly points out, there's no way at night you would get any kind of image on a digital camera. It would just be like a super dark image or just mostly black. You wouldn't be able to see anything. So he said it's totally, you know, totally unusable, and that's, you know, one of the things he hates. He's, you know, kind of a photographer guy. So I totally agree with that. And the thing is, this isn't the only time this happens. This happens on a lot of TV shows. You'll see that kind of stuff where they take these pictures at night or with these lenses that just are impossible to really do the way that they are set up. And my thought is, why does this always happen in TV shows when these guys are literally surrounded by cameras and people who know how to operate a camera properly. I mean, just turn around and say, hey, does this make sense for this setting in this camera? And true, I mean, yeah, okay, they're, you know, they're slightly different kind of cameras, but it's still a, the same stuff. It's still aperture, f-stop, uh, f and all that kind of stuff. So just ask the camera people behind you. I mean, yeah, you would, I mean, I know, you know, the camera uh, operators obviously wouldn't know what's going on because they might be filming it and that stuff's added later, you know, so they don't even know what the settings are. But just ask them. Just say, hey, guys, what would it be the setting? Isn't that so hard? Anyway, that's my little mini rant. Um, anyway, uh, check it out. If you do end up watching the new one, uh, let me know what you think. Let us know. We would like to hear about it. I think Mike was maybe going to watch it, so we'll have to see when we come back with our next episode to see if Mike watched it and um, see what he thinks about it. Uh, that's about it. On, I think we're about done talking about Equalizer now. But if you have anything else to say, chime in. And next thing we got is uh, one thing I want to point out. A uh, friend of the podcast, Johnny Cisco, is starting a new Instagram. It's, actually, it's out already. I, I pointed it out on our Instagram. But what he's going to do is because we're coming up on the 40th anniversary, believe it or not, of the greatest American hero starting. So he's a, a collector uh, of uh, greatest American hero stuff. So basically he's going to be posting his collection on Instagram over the course of, I'm not sure how long it's, you know, he's just starting now. So it's going to go on for a while. So definitely go check that out. If you're a fan of eighties TV or a fan of the greatest American hero. Um, but it's the Instagram, I'll, I'll link in the show notes too, but it's uh, Greatest American Hero Collection is his Instagram handle. Or maybe you can search his name, Johnny Cisco, C-I-S-C-O, C-I-S-C-O, yeah, I said that right. Um, so yeah, check it out. He's only got a couple images up there right now, but definitely take a look at it. And uh, um, he's, you know, one of our original uh, listeners since that was one of our first shows. I think that's how he found us. But uh, d definitely go check it out and uh, let, it, let them know uh, we sent you. All right. So having said all that, now we're going to uh, bring up here our next episode. What show did we watch or are we going to watch? Because we haven't watched it yet, and I'm a little scared. 
So uh, I mentioned Chris already. Uh, we were talking on Twitter about the Equalizer. He had uh, chimed in a while back saying, hey, you guys should do this show. And it was uh, like a TV guide ad or something for a long lost 70s show called Super Train. And I was a little leery about it, but I know I had seen it before. And I mentioned it to Mike and he's like, yeah, maybe we should do that. So we are. And um, I think we might be sorry about that. But anyway, Super Train, if you don't know, it's a seventy a show from 79. Lasted like eight episodes. Um, basically, it was about a nuclear-powered train. And it was supposed to be like a high-speed train. You know, it had a top speed of 250, cruising at 190, which, you know, there are high, other high-speed rails in other countries that go faster than that. And it was, you know, took you across the country. And it's, it's like almost like a love boat style where, you know, they <laughs> they get all mixed up in people's lives. And I don't know, it has like a gym, a library, a medical center, a discotheque. I, I don't know. It's It looks crazy. I guess this thing was so bad it almost brought down the network, which was having trouble on NBC, by the way. Um, they spent $10 million for trains on this. It's uh, crazy. Now, I guess the first episode did okay in the ratings. It uh, you know, got a 28, 21.8, sorry, and a 32 share. But it did uh, it did not beat out a special two-hour Charlie's Angels, which has already been on for, I think, a couple of years. And it was 17th for the week. But it went downhill pretty quickly. And as is always a good sign for a TV show, after like five episodes, they retooled it, got a new directors and executive producers and stuff. So... And then I think it only lasted for a couple more episodes after that. But that's what we are watching. You can find it online on like YouTube. Um, it, it It's um, rough, let's just say that, because they only released it ever on videotape and people had made copies of that. So it's not really that great to watch, but you definitely can watch it. I, I can't say if I recommend it yet because I haven't watched it yet, but I'm going to say it's not going to be great. But... Hey, it's part of uh, the TV landscape, so we have to check it out, right? That's how it works. Anyway, I do have a clip here of the uh, the music for the show, like the intro for the show. <laughs> Let me just play a little bit of this for you. Yeah, so that is like when I listened to that. Basically, I thought of like it's 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 a like combination of like every '70s theme song, or even like um, a, a, like a network theme song, right? Like they would have their own song for you know uh, each year they'd put out a slightly new <laughs> new theme song for the network before they introduce shows. It was like that, like just everything mashed together. Like I heard like a little bit of Charlie's Angels in there. I heard a little bit of like the Love Boat in there. It was, it's kind of all over the place. Um, so it's obviously not a good sign. Um, but hey, we're going to watch it anyway. And I also did find a, I, I guess you can call it a fan page for it. Uh, I'll put a link of that in the show notes too. Uh, but it was uh, what, NBC underscore Super Train. 
dot tripod dot com. So they, it has a lot of information there. Like each episode is in there, and some uh, images of the, the the models they use and how that all works. So definitely go check it out. But this thing is it was just a big ugly train. And I guess uh, somewhere in Wikipedia I noticed that they mentioned like, hey, it's a high speed train that goes from you know L.A. to New York, blah blah blah. But it takes thirty six hours, and they're like. The Amtrak train right now does that in 36 hours. And then they later mentioned that, oh, well, it does make some stops along the way. That's why it takes 36 hours. Like, <laughs> so it's like someone didn't do the math before they put out all the information on the show. And <laughs> they're just like, hey, it's a super fast train, 36 hours. That sounds fast, right? I mean, I can't drive it that fast. But, um, yeah, so go check it out if you want before we do it. We'll release it next week sometime. <laughs> but I, I have a feeling Mike's going to regret his choice. But, hey, well, actually, I shouldn't say his choice. It's really Chris's choice. So if you have anyone to blame, blame him on Twitter. Anyway, and I think that's it. I don't really have much else to talk about. I haven't really read much more of that magazine, although I did work on some of the crossword puzzles. I'll let you know when I finish that. that by the way, the magazine is from last week if you haven't. Or sorry, last mini episode. If you haven't, it was something Michelle McElroy sent us. It's called Remind Magazine. Uh, it's a magazine TV. This episode, or I'm sorry, that issue was all about like 70s TV sleuths. So, so far, all the questions have been stuff about like shows that I know. But, you know, here's one English author, author Mr. Fleming. That's a tough one. I don't know if you guys can get that or not. Or, uh, there was another, it was another good one here. Oh, yeah. Starsky and Hutch star, blank Michael Glazer. Can you figure that out? <laughs> so, although there was, <laughs> I will say there's been a couple I didn't know. Um, okay, so that's all I got right now for this mini episode. It's, you know, short and sweet. Uh, check out, uh, like I said, if you have not listened to our last episode yet on The Equalizer, check it out. Um, it was a really good show. I, I we really enjoyed it. Yeah, we did find some you know, holes in the plot or whatever you want to say, or just some kind of weird things that happen. But a lot of that stuff is just sign of the times. Uh, there's not much you can do about that. So, uh, and anyway, like I said, if you want to watch uh, the Super Train or Super Train beforehand, uh, go ahead and check that out online. You can find it. We'll be talking about that next time. It should be interesting. I have a feeling um, Mike's going to, uh, you know, need some help getting through that episode. <laughs> oh but it's gonna be interesting all right so guys we'll uh talk to you next time uh for this mini episode on mike forgetto see you next week